Hi everybody, this is Cara Johnstad, singer, songwriter, and founder of Voice Your Essence. And at Voice Your Essence, we are totally dedicated and passionate about transforming our world through the power of voice and offer many programs and trainings for you guys to get the best that you can get when you're out there working as conscious creatives and changing our world. So that's what we do. And uh, I've been working a lot with artists lately that are in the middle of album productions and just really experiencing how much clarity we need when we are balancing between our very sensitive and emotional sides and then how do I bring that out into a product or onto the market? How can I take that poetry and that playfulness and that beauty that we are as artists and translate that correctly so that my team that I'm building and working together with can really understand in their language what I want, what I need, and also bring their experience to the table. And then in the end that we're going to have a good time and a good product and that there are going to be no disappointments. So what I have for you today to think about is eight mega mistakes artists make when choosing a record producer. So a record producer is an individual working within the music industry whose job is to oversee and manage the recording, i.e. production, of an artist's music. So choosing a record producer or a music producer is one of the trickiest moves that you need to make in your career as a singer-songwriter. And often we are so emotionally involved that we do not have the distance nor the experience to always be present to what the production needs. As an artist, we're asked to bridge different time-space realms in studio. We are asked to dig deep within ourselves and our beauty is our sensitivity and our courage to take songs to a place that the average Jane Doe would not dare to go. We are asked to open our heart and soul in a bare room, often while people in the sound booth are chatting or eating takeout and discussing our sound. We cannot multitask and be in the sound booth and the recording booth at the same time. Because of this, we need professional partners that understand our vision and support us in going where we need to go. And yet many of us go about looking for a producer like we would look for a savior or a lover. We want them to take care of us. We want them to take care of the project. We want to give them all the responsibility so that we can feel free to be an artist, to create, to be emotional. We kind of are looking for a big daddy. And yet, we often go about the process not at all clear what our role is in finding a producer that fits us, that works well with us, and what the role is that we have as being the originator of the vision or the idea. And sometimes it turns out well. Sometimes we're very, very lucky. And sometimes we are blinded by the title producer that we make the mistake to entrust our whole production to one person without doing our homework. We need 
to understand that we have to get clear always with our vision and who we are and what we stand for. And that's our homework that we have to do. So truth be, you can't afford to mess up when it comes to choosing the right producer for your album. You just can't afford it. It's a lot of cash being put on the table. So I want you to listen up and learn from the mistakes that I'm going to share with you. And if you do that, you might be able to save a lot of time and money and struggle and build a team that's really suited to your needs and to your way of being and experience, and it'll be the team that you need for success. So point number one, get clear with your sound and genre. Before you even start to look for a producer, you need to know what type of music you like. You need to know about signature sound. Spend time listening to artists that you love and working on your signature sound. And if you don't know what a signature sound is, then look for a very top voice coach. That's what we do. That's one of the things we do. Besides open voices, we support artists and develop them to make them who they are. So the acoustic singer-songwriter sound is very, very different from, let's say, lounge music. And a musical singer is not going to be backed by a jazz trio. Your job is to listen, sift, seek, narrow it down to three artists that have a musical style you love and know the genre and audience that you're producing for. And it's your job to do that before you even start looking for a producer. The second thing you need to do is to do a thorough research. And this, I'm always amazed that so many people do not do this. Most artists have a fixed idea that they need a producer. They go at it like a person who says, I need a doctor. You know, I, I, you know, I need a producer. I need a label. You know, I just, you know, to get further, I, I can't do this by myself. I need a producer. But just like you have doctors specialized in knees or heart or brain surgery or general medicine... You have to understand that good producers are also well-known for a signature sound. They're well-known for certain types of productions. And they are focused on a specific genre. And someone who is a producer for electronic beats will not be the guy you are looking for for acoustic jazz. So read the back of the albums and the liner notes and do the research on the internet. And research their client list. Get references. Listen to all their albums. See if the clients that have worked with them for one album continue to work with them for the second. It might be that the artist discovered something that they felt that their sound was not what they needed. So be daring. Drop the management of the singers that you respect a quick note saying that you're in the process of choosing producer and studio Maybe you're lucky, and they'll write you back and say that they can recommend somebody that they feel comfortable with. So many, many people don't dare, actually, to look at who is the team behind the artists that they love and respect 
because they think that that is a little bit too far to reach. Fact is, it's not. You need to get really clear, really clear with what kind of people you want to do your production. How you're going to get there are the next steps. So artists are always thrilled also. Just so you know, this is fact. They're thrilled to recommend top musicians, studios and producers that they have great experiences with. So if you ask an artist, like, how did you like your last producer? And they're very quiet and they can't give you an answer like, man, he was amazing. That's a sign that something was not kosher in that production. So the other thing is to check if the producer intends only to work with unknown newbies. Sometimes producers, they get really lucky and they have some boy band or some you know, very young teen that they push up really, really fast. And these young teens, although they may be very, very talented, they don't really have that same necessity. They come into the market fast, they go out of the market fast, and the producer might have had a few quick big hit wonders. But again, do they work well with established, mature artists? People that speak their mind, people who care about their lyrics and their content. I'm not saying that a lot of young performers that are 15, 16 do not care about their content, but they may be much easier to lead or manipulate in a certain direction that suits the producer's needs. Most singer-songwriters, when they get more established or get older, they very much know what they need, what they want, what their words are saying, what their art is about. So you want to have a producer who is also working with artists of that caliber. Point number three, saying yes to Dr. Feelgood. So have you ever simply gone with the flow and said yes to the process without really getting to know a person? Because it feels good. You have one or two meetings and they are so nice. They listen to your songs and share their best works and you have this great dinner together and you simply say, oh, wow, I'm so excited. And you don't really know anybody else because maybe you only know a couple of producers or maybe you don't know any producer at all. So I want you in that case, I mean, not that we're not meant to feel fantastic and good when we meet people and it's a very important moment when you meet somebody that it resonates but I want you to remember what you just learned. If you've done your research, now is a time when it's feeling really, really good and beautiful in the first one or two meetings. And you feel that something is happening. Not to forget that you need to be in the driver's seat. It's exactly in this moment that many artists, especially female artists, tend to be in the passenger seat suddenly and give up that role of the visionary that they are and the artist that they are, they give it up to the producer and put him in the driver's seat. The fact is, you need to go into the driver's seat and you need to stay in the driver's seat. This is your vision and your sound and your album and yes, drum roll please, your cash that is being invested. There's a lot at stake here. 
You've worked very, very hard to get the monies together for this production. You've worked very, very hard, many, many sleepless nights, writing those songs. You've worked very, very hard training your voice. You've worked very, very hard standing in concert. And you've worked very, very hard looking for your team. So you need to listen to the albums that the producers have on the market and ask yourself this very big question, can I hear my voice in that sound? And if they tell you they usually don't do your type of music, but they love it privately, they think it's so amazing, and they totally know where you're coming from, walk. Not because they might not be able to do it. They might be able to do it. There might be people that love acoustic jazz and produce techno, perhaps. But fact is, you cannot afford to be the first album they produce that is in a different market than they are familiar with. Remember that you cannot afford it. Someone who likes dance music is most likely not going to be able to produce a sound like Tori Amos. Sarah McLachlan, Anna Brun. Someone who likes heavy metal most likely cannot produce musical. So if you have a knee problem, you're going to go to a knee specialist. If you are doing acoustic ballads, you go to the best producer you know of. Yes, you've done your research. And you will automatically get closer to the sound you need to succeed. This tip alone is going to save you tons of money and time. So remember, if they play you anything other than the sound you love and exactly, exactly, did I say it? Exactly. The sound that you can imagine your voice being in, Stop the process. Very, very important. Let it sink in. Okay, if they play you five different types of hits that they've produced and they are not in your genre and you cannot see your sound in that sound and yet they promise you that they understand your sound, don't do it. So, tip number four, he's telepathic. Oh my God, he fits my star sign. Again, stop. As artists, we deeply desire to be loved and understood. We thrive on attention. That is one of the roles we have, is to be comfortable with standing on stage sharing our soul while getting so much attention. It's not always an easy process, but we are used to having people focus on us and give us attention. And not only are we used to it, we are actually familiar with it and we enjoy it. We thrive on it. And this pattern blinds us at times. So, the producer can see us and feels the music, and we think, wow, 
he's so much gets who I am. I mean, it's just like awesome. Like this guy is like, he totally feels me. But guess what? The producer also needs from us clear and calm input to do his job well. He is not psychic. So when choosing a producer, we need to lead the conversation and give our business and our music the attention it deserves. So although we're receiving a lot of attention, fact is we need to give our business and our music the attention. We can't get these two roles mixed up. So never forget, it's not only us that's bringing our vision to the album. Because we're carrying this idea in all these songs, in our bones, we want someone that feels like family involved, and all of that is fine. It's really important that we feel one, in a way, with our team, that we feel comfortable with the people. But what many artists forget is that the producer that we're hiring he also has his dreams, and he also has his fantasy on how he wants his work to sound. And he also wants to walk into a studio that he's comfortable with and that he's also created in the bigger picture and listen and create. And he also brings with him his own ideas on how you should fit into his idea of sound and musicality. Because we all have our perceptions. So... Again, don't think and assume that he can read your mind. He can't. You want him to. That would make it so cool and easy for you to have a superhero that is telepathic and has a star sign that fits with yours, and he can totally read your mind. But again, you need to guide the person that you choose to produce a product based on your life, breath, tone, story. You need to guide him and give him clear language so that he can work for you. And you can all work together. So number five is to learn to be specific with your language. So one of the biggest biggest mistakes artists have is that the same language that they're writing their lyrics in, the same beauty, the same poetry, the same deep flow, stars and green grass and lips and touch and all that good stuff, that we can't leave that language and in the moment of production in the moments of contracts, in the moments of standing next to the sound engineer, that we choose a clear, specific language. So you need to practice, and often, too, it might be that you need to be in a group situation or with a coach. You need to practice speaking clearly and making an outline with specific topics that you want to address. Learn to speak not in general terms, but clear 
and with details. Bring three examples of artists that you like to the production meeting. And then narrow it down to three songs that showcase the sound you want. So the first objective for any producer, one of his biggest objectives is to create your sound or the sound that serves the production and you the best. He needs to understand also what sound you're identified with. And you need to create together that strong personal signature sound in order to rise above the other products. Or better yet, you need to have done your homework and understand your signature sound before you hire the producer. I've had it happen a lot that clients of mine have come to me with albums that they personally are not identified with. They went into a studio as, let's say, a simple songwriter, and then they got all these keyboards and drum machines in this major, huge production, cost them a lot of money because someone's convincing them that that's the sound they need to be on the market. The biggest problem is, other, you know, more than a ton of time and energy and money that's wasted, one of the biggest problems is that these artists go out then in concert and they don't feel comfortable with the sound that is surrounding them. And they can't carry it. They feel like they failed. They feel like they're a traitor to their own vision. They simply were not aware of how clear they were deep inside of what they really want to hear. So choose three songs that represent the musical landscape that you want. And I want you not to worry about any lyrics or vocalists. Just look at sound. Sound and feelings of the production. If you do not guide the producer and tell him clearly what you need, and if you do not tell him the audience that you wish to serve, the type of people that you'd love to have around you and sing for, and if you do not tell him the sound that you feel comfortable with and speak in clear, tangible, musical terms, he can only assume. He can only try to think what you might like. And most often, let's be honest, most often he's known you for less than a few months. I've had artists say choose their producer, honestly, after a few meetings. They, the producer doesn't know you well enough if you don't come to the table with your clear ideas and what you need and what you want. So... Try to find yourself a good coach and other professional musicians before starting to work on an album and signing a production contract. Put your emotional landscape into a language that expresses concisely what you expect and need. You are hiring one of the most important persons in your team. And learning to speak concisely and clearly will keep you from losing valuable time and resources. So tip number six, you believe in magic, and we all do. And that's your beauty. The producer is so nice, charming. He, he totally gets you. He's never recorded in your genre, but he loves your voice, your style. He brings you songs he thinks fit you, just like a lover would bring you a gorgeous piece of clothing. You are so flattered. He shows you his studio and lets you hear your voice inside a good set of headphones. Oh my God, it is so exciting. 
and you feel magic in the air, and you feel there's something that is happening in this moment wrong, don't sign, okay? Don't sign just because you feel something magical is happening. Magic is one thing, but again, has he worked in your genre successfully? You do not want a producer to experiment with your album. You want a producer who's well-versed and has thousands of hours working in your genre and sound. And you also want a producer, when you talk to his artists or the people that he's working with, they're totally happy, content, and very straightforward with their work together. They speak highly of him. You want somebody who not only believes in magic, but somebody that can have the endurance to take these magical moments and really put them into a product. Tip number seven, you feel so close, so in harmony, and you're sure he totally gets your heart. And remember the reason that you feel great when someone is listening to you with their full attention is because your songs are the most intimate things you have to offer. Your songs are your life. Artists are visionaries and creatives and 90% of all the songs on the market are about only one thing, love. Let that soak into you. 90% of all the songs that we sing that are on the market are about one thing only, love. It's about heart. We're separating from lovers. We're getting together. We're getting to know. It's about relationship. We're not normally writing songs about apples in a fruit bowl like a painter might be painting in his first classes. We are writing songs, really almost every single song I coach is about love. So when Mr. Future Producer listens to your songs and you're in that room together, of course you feel love. You remember exactly the time when you wrote the song, the kiss the breath, the ocean waves, the sadness, the melancholy. You have difficulty thinking business when you are listening to your own music or when you are also performing your own music because in that moment we are emotionally attached and forget, literally we forget, that we're hiring somebody. And that's pretty normal to forget because if we would be remembering in that moment, then we would not be the great artists that we are. So what you need to be able to do is when you're in that moment of art and in that performance and in the moment of writing, then you need to be that passionate channel that you are bringing your words and beauty and love to this world. And when you're hiring a producer, you need to remember, wow, I'm surrounded by all these loving words that I've created and all this emotional content. But fact is, you need to be clear as if you are offering your life to someone. 
Because in many ways, you are. Your songs, your album, your production is your life story and your process and your experience that you're now going to package into a form. So if you were offering your life to someone, what would it cost? If you gave your heart to someone to take care of, what would it be worth? So a lot of times we're looking at how to you know, save here and there and not realizing that we are hiring somebody of utmost importance to take care, what would it be worth? Keep in mind you're not paying them for gaining experience. And you're not paying the producer to be nice and receptive. Being kind is a given. If kindness and respect is not in the room, you should not be having the conversation. You are investing in a professional to do a job that is not romantic nor emotional. It has to do with structure, organization, understanding, the complex science of acoustics and experience in the music industry. Number eight, one of the biggest mistakes is choosing the easy path. Often the guy who gets the job is not the best producer, nor is he the one who does the best work. He's often the one who's simply the most charming. So producers that are easygoing and listen to you, they are very important. It's their job to stay relaxed when there's stress and to listen and to analyze. That's what they get paid to do. Yet often, especially female artists, choose the guy that has good vibes without doing the research. And again, chances are he wasn't the best one if you go back to step number one and see that he doesn't have the experience in your genre, period. So keep a clear head. Artists invest hard-earned cash because in the first weeks, the vibes are really good, the excitement is really high, and it's like falling in love. Again, he's bringing you sounds that he thinks are going to fit you, and you are sharing your heart big time. And when the initial flash wears off, you want someone on your team that has a proven track record with your genre, with the industry, and is clear and hardworking, and you can work together and well and carry through with success. I have seen too many albums start with the aha wow flash moment and end in misunderstandings and tension. And in the end, you're the one then that has to carry that album with your name out onto stage and people are buying that end point of misunderstandings and tensions. And then you wonder why the album doesn't, you know, isn't successful or doesn't go because energetically you had a huge crash or a huge collapse and it's not possible actually for albums and teams that are not working well together to then arrive on the market and and be groovy it's just not possible so there's one last thing that you need to know because most of these tips are before you hire a producer but let's say you've already hired the producer and it's not looking good. You need to cut the ropes before you get pulled all the way under. There are moments we have to go through a tight pass. In every production, there are moments of 
tension or conflict that need to be resolved. Yet I have seen too many artists lose valuable time by staying loyal and not staying present to evaluating the business and the professional relationships with the producer. If for some reason you are getting signals that there are major problems in production, for example, the sound is not the sound you feel comfortable with, the recording quality is not up to international standards, you are hanging on due to the cash that you invested, but truth is you do not feel good about the direction your album is going, then cut the ropes before you sink down even further and swim free. Go back to step number one, clarity. This is your production, your voice, your vision. You are the head visionary leading the team. Make sure your production always serves your music. As an artist, you regularly have epiphanies, inspirations, visions of your creations. You are just flooded with great ideas. And that's what being an artist is, a creative who interprets life into art and brings to life their vision and experience through their work. But the challenge lies in the ability to achieve your vision. Many artists have a myriad of fantastic ideas just popping all out of their mouths like, oh my God, I could imagine this and this and this and this. I see this totally, totally, totally. But ideas need to be manifested into matter. It not only takes an incredible stamina, tenacity, and tons of endurance to climb the mighty mountain, but you also need the ability to translate what you feel and sense into actuality. And that's no small task. It takes integrated wholeness. It takes the ability to connect your heart and your mind through voice. And it takes the ability to slip in and out of different roles that you carry in the situation of production. Production has so much more to do with presence, being present in each and every detail of what the production needs, whether you're behind the microphone or whether you are next to the sound engineer in the mixing booth. It's a different language and it has different demands. And your job is to learn to stand in those different roles and yet centered from within. So successful productions are based on clear communication and not telepathy. We've learned that. And we all love magic. And we love when it appears that someone can read our minds and, and intuit exactly what we want. Unfortunately, we can't rely on that happening. Especially when it's your hard-earned cash that's being used to produce. It's being put out on the table. You worked really, really long to get that money together so that you can do this. So stay present to what is being asked of you and acknowledge that the origins of the album lie with you. You are the keeper of the flame. In the end, you will be singing the songs and represented by this album for many years.
The minimum time for books and albums is 10 years. And it could be your whole life. Imagine that, that this album that you're making is going to follow you for the rest of your life. And you're going to be out there singing the songs that you did on this album can happen for the rest of your life. So you need to feel 100% identified with the final product in order for you to have the strength needed to go out on tour and do all the promotion and really stand strong next to this product because a product carries your name. Recording albums is one of the quickest ways that I know to transform your life and evolve your music. You have a myriad of moments where you are confronted constantly and you need to evolve. You watch your life story being shaped in real time in studio by other people that are putting it into a product form so that it can have an impact on the world. This is such a big mirroring process. You want to approach studio work album production, and finding your producer as a process of how can I stay centered and conscious with all these different pieces that are being put together in this album. And a big part of that is you. You carry you. And again, I say this, you are the keeper of the flame. You have to have the clarity needed to find the right producer. No one's going to save you. No one's going to read your mind. No one's going to create magic if you don't bring the magic with you. So your job as an artist is to know what you want and articulate it. And this ability to articulate clearly is also a part of voice work. It's also part of artist development. The one part is developing your voice and the tone. The next part is developing your songs and the poetry and the beauty. And there is also a very big part, which is developing the clarity and the business side. You need to give clear guidance to your team and not mixed or confusing signals. If you're not sure about something, then simply state, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't understand um, what's being asked of me, and I'm happy to go research it. If your team says something like, oh, do you want to have this beat or that beat or whatever, and you feel overwhelmed, well, guess what? You get to say, you know what? Great suggestion. Thanks so much. I don't know. I'm going to go home and Give this some thought, and I'll get back to you tomorrow. That is a very important part of voice work that people forget about. They're so into doing their repertoire that it's also part of voice work to become clear with how you articulate your visions into this world. Stay focused on where you want to go at all times, For you are the person that has to live with your album. You have to perform your album. Spend hours on the road with that album. You're in social media and pushing your album. You are the visionary end voice behind the album. Once this album is finished for the producer, he will probably go on to many other productions. 
Once this album is finished for you as a singer, songwriter, you probably will be doing this album for many, many, many months and years. You will have it on your shelves. You might even be carrying some of those albums in the back of your car. You are the middle of this album. So get clear. Get a clear language when finding a producer. Get a clear language when negotiating with a producer. And get a clearer language in the studio. And you will have very few major problems down the road. If you want to stay in that poetic, deep flow, love bug stuff that we all love while negotiating contracts, you might be surprised. Because my experience is, is that with every artist that I've worked with, that also the artist side, the artistic side, which is one part of our being, that it also used to hide, to feel comfortable not being clear. I know it sounds very hard what I'm saying, but it's a very big responsibility that we have, and it's not always easy to get clear with what we really need, want, desire, and demand, and expect. And the more we get connected to that side, and at the same time honor our artistic, poetic, beautiful flow side, the easier it's going to be for everybody involved to have great productions. So, that was a long, deep share for you guys. I hope that you're all doing well. And um, thanks so much for joining me here today at the Voice Your Essence podcast. If you'd like to have more information and connect with our training programs and get sheet music and all this stuff. We have a great guided meditation in the moment that's available for connecting you to your inner voice. Just pop on over to my homepage. That's karajohnstad.com. Opt in and you will receive the podcasts and articles and many offers for concert tickets, etc. directly into your inbox. If you're on social media, you can join me on Facebook that is facebook.com slash official, Or you can join me on Facebook at Voice Your Essence. I'm also on Twitter, twitter.com slash Google Plus, LinkedIn, and having a fabulous time on Pinterest, creating vision boards and also uploading and sharing with you parts of my own productions and sharing with you new studio releases and other things that we're working on. Okay, until then, stay gold. Bye-bye. Memories
Stay gold. 